If you're someone who has always wanted to get consistent clients in their online service-based business without the pressure to post on social media, I made this podcast specifically for you. I'm Leslie Stevens, and I am so excited to welcome you to the Not an Influencer show, where we chat about other organic marketing strategies that you can use to bring clients into your business quickly and easily, and the tangible tips for you to move forward faster in your business, and the stories of the entrepreneurs who are doing the same every single day. You do not have to be an influencer to be an impact maker and a successful online business owner. If you have ever spent way too much time and energy pumping out endless content for social media with little to no clients in return, let's stop doing it the hard way and let's do it the easy way with the client connection method. I teach this method in depth in my free training, how to book consistent clients without having to post on social media. The link is in the description. Go ahead, click it to grab your spot. Hello, we are here today with the amazing Leah, and I cannot wait for her to share all of her incredible knowledge with you. So Leah, if you could tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Yes, thank you, Leslie, for having me here today. Um, So I am a financial and well-being educator. So my background is in personal finance, and then I got to work with my mom, and we work and combining those two fields together, she studied personal finance and positive psychology. So that's how the positive psychology piece comes in. And we really help people with their financial and overall sense of well-being and finding contentment and also working to build within their financial life to the goals that they want to reach. I love that. I love that combination of like positive psychology along with finances, because I think Immediately when most people think of finances, it's more fear-based than anything. So your ability to incorporate that, I think it is brilliant. So how did you decide on that as a career? Um, I studied personal finance, like I said, and I went into the regulatory world for over a decade. So I was actually auditing people that sold investments and I really love the work that I did. And I got to see a lot of different financial roles within the investment world. And I really got a sense that people are just really hesitant to do things in their financial lives because so often in the financial world, we're being sold something, whether it's a banking product, an investment product, insurance, you know, there's so many products in the investment and finance world. And so I saw that people were just really hesitant to make decisions because financial literacy just does not exist hardly, especially like growing up through school. And we learn from our mentors and our parents to some degree, but we don't um, have really a confidence in what we know. And so that's why we started EmpowerCo was to help people and to give people a place to go to get information and knowledge that they can trust without a sales pitch at the end. So we don't actually sell any financial products. We are education-based only. And that's really important to what we do because we want people to know that we're here to say, these are potential options and things that could work for you, but we don't care about what you actually decide to do at the end of the day. We just want you to move forward with what works best for you. So that's that's really how I got started in this space because I just saw a need for it. And I think my mom being part of this business was clearly a huge influence to what I do. But um, 
you know, it just, it's really nice to work with individuals and just give them some coaching and guidance and real information that they can trust because there's so much information in the finance world, but it's really deciding what is really reliable information and knowledge that we can trust. Yeah. And I think that's so powerful that you're giving people the knowledge and you're not just selling some type of product or being like, this is just the way it is. Like you're, you are empowering them with all of the knowledge that they need to move forward, which puts the customer then in that place of, of power as well, because they're like, okay, I know no matter what she says to me, I'm going to benefit because I'm learning. And then I get to choose if I'm going to apply it or the way that I apply it. So so since you have something incredible, did you have people just absolutely knocking down your doors from the beginning to work with you? You know, we've been in business for two years. Um, We started in January of 2020, right before the pandemic. And a lot of people are like, wow, what a wild time to start a business. And I, I will say absolutely it was. But there's one thing that we all experienced, and that is our financial lives and our overall sense of well-being changed dramatically due to the pandemic. And so, you know, I think while we wanted to be respectful of that space and we were all going through it together, it didn't create an opportunity for us to really support people through that time. And I know this, this podcast is about helping entrepreneurs. And, and one thing that we really did was we built a part of our business around employer wellness programs, because there's so much in the financial well-being space and positive psychology space and a lot of research that says people are distracted in the workplace because they don't feel financially secure or if people are happier with their overall sense of well-being and their lives they can be um, more engaged in the workplace they can be more creative they're better to work with because we all like being around happy people right we want to gravitate towards them and so you know being in this space and giving ourselves a different opportunity to work with people besides just through social media was really an important piece to surviving the pandemic because we were able to work with employers and say, what is the group needing that you, that work for your organization? What can we do to support them? And it gave us a way to network and build on what we were already doing to continue the business and to, to really reach people where they were, then in the early stage of the pandemic and then through today, because we're all continuing to go through changes with how we work and the dynamics and relationships we have. So um, yes, we have, you know, experience that people are gravitating towards the education that we offer. And while I don't wish for anybody to have to live through a pandemic again, it's finding the small goods that came from it and being able to grow our business was one of them. Yeah. I also think it was probably the perfect time for you to start a business. I mean, the need was there and you were filling that gap. And I think it's brilliant that you were able to go through employers and go directly to the people that you could help the most instead of kind of waiting for people to come to you. Because I think that's where a lot of entrepreneurs get stuck is we're on social media all the time and we are marketed all the time, like attraction marketing and Mm -hmm. just to be visible and all of these things and wait for people to come to you. And there's so much power in going directly to those groups. If you know who your audience is 
and you can go directly to them, you can help them so much faster. So do you feel like that was really your secret sauce to having your business take off? Or are there other elements that you feel like you leverage behind besides just being present or being visible that helped your business really thrive? Yes, Leslie, I, I think that's a great question. And I think that it definitely has to do with the fact that we were able to find a niche that gave us credibility before going to work with directly with individuals because especially in the finance space, money is such a taboo topic. People only want to talk about money and finance and their mental well-being and the way they're thinking about life in general with people that they trust. And so having kind of a an approach with an employer where we built, you know, we built that relationship with the employer and then they gave us credibility in our business and said, listen, between the two of them, they have almost 60 years of, you know, educate knowledge in the, in the space of finance that you're no matter where you are nearing retirement, new employee, doesn't matter where you are in life, they can provide you with information that can be really beneficial and powerful. So I think that grew our business even more than social media. I know being an entrepreneur, we all see on social media, people who blew up during the pandemic and they got so many followers and this and that. I'll tell you, we didn't grow many followers, but our business grew because we focused on the people that we were serving and that we could gain that credibility through. So whether it be employer wellness programs or um, organizations, people that fit your, your kind of um, choice customer, um, I think that really helps because it gives you that credibility. And, and it was authentic to us. You know, I think that's one thing that really um, resonated as well when we were talking with employers is we're both introverts. My mom and I are introverted people. And so being on social media and sharing all of these details and, and posting regularly and every day just does not come naturally. And it feels overwhelming. And honestly, from a personal perspective, some days I just don't want to share because it's either too personal or I just don't have anything exciting to share, right? Like, I mean, I have all this knowledge, but I want it to come across as there's authentic information that I think is valuable. And so, you know, trying to build a business just around social media was not authentic to who we are because we enjoy social media. We take it in, but it wasn't authentic to who we are. We're much better in person. We are much better one-on-one. -on -one. We are much better at building those relationships and sharing and, and supporting people more directly than we are in like big nebulous kind of social media world where you don't know who's going to see what and how are you speaking directly to a person you don't even know. So, so that's why I think the employment wellness program was important to us because it was more authentic to what our strengths were mm -hmm. and continue to and, be. And you're playing to your strengths, which is a huge thing in business because we do have that pull to like, okay, we're starting a business. What are we, what do we feel like we're expected to do? But what also like, what are we actually really good at? And you had an amazing product. You knew who you were helping. You knew exactly how you could help them. But then I think that element of authenticity and the way that you approached everything is that, that element that so many people lose. 
because I'm the same way. I'm also an introvert. I joke all the time. I'm like, I had no idea when I started an online business, I was also expected to be an influencer. And it used to make me so, uh, it used to make me so angry, honestly, because I was like, I know I can help people. I have an amazing product. I made sure that it got people results, all of these things. But I felt like such a failure because I wasn't posting every day. And I was like, just because I don't post doesn't mean I'm failing. I have a successful business, but it's this outward projection of what it looks like to other people. But when you stand in your authenticity and when you're like, okay, this is a great product. We really help people. This is the way I communicate it authentically to myself. All of that other pressure, you can start to let go of. And it's like, yes. okay, I can build this. I can do this and I can do it in my own way. So are there any parts of your business or like building your business that you felt like you struggled in? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I still struggle with just making sure that I feel approachable to other people because I think people sometimes say, oh, she has so much knowledge and finance. She just not, I'm not going to be able to ask like real questions or you know, if I do ask questions, she's going to think they're silly. And I think, uh, I think it's really important that as entrepreneurs, we make it clear, like, I'm not a know-it-all and I'm going to meet people where they are. You know, I do have a lot of knowledge, but it's about other people's experience and what they need. And I think it's also putting education first and being willing to provide some information so people are comfortable working with you because, I'll be the first one to say, I know a lot. I just happen to know a lot in personal finance. I grew up in this space. My mom clearly was an influence. I got to study personal finance. But if you ask me one thing about the medical world or engineering or teaching, I get to teach adults. But if you had asked me about teaching kids, I was home with two little girls for two years and it was the most stressful time of my life and it was overwhelming. And so I think as entrepreneurs, we need to show that we're human, especially kind of in this public domain space where we do have a lot of expertise in one area, but we're all human and being able to relate to people in other ways as entrepreneurs, I think is really key to making sure people feel comfortable and confident and, and trust that we're going to give them real information that can really help, but not be overwhelming because we're all in this together. And that's the approach we take. And I think as entrepreneurs, it's really important to keep that mindset of, I'm not better than anybody else. I just happen to have financial education and I have that knowledge. And so it's about giving and passing it on to other people. Yeah, I love that because we all we all struggle and I feel like we're always learning something new all the time. We should always been, be learning in different areas and especially in our expertise, we need to always be learning and there are going to be times where we're like, oh my gosh, this is a struggle, especially during a pandemic and learning all of those things. So I just love the human element of the entrepreneur side, just being real, like, okay, we are great at this one thing, but we all still do struggle and we are all still working towards something and bringing in that human element so that we don't just see that highlight reel. Yes. I, and think I think that's important as a coach. Like just last week I was sharing my spouse and I had something in our financial lives come up and we needed to do something for somebody else that 
doesn't necessarily come naturally to me to be giving in that way. And, and we had to have a lot of conversations about it. Um, so one of the financial courses I teach is for couples and people probably would look at me and think you and your spouse, I'm a personal finance person. My spouse happens to be an accountant. It must've been really easy to combine finances. And I can say no, cause there's a lot more to money than just the numbers in our bank account or the numbers in our investment account or, you know, whatever our credit card balances are, you know, there's a lot more to finance than that. It's a lot about emotions and, and what we think we know because of the perspectives we've heard other people kind of pass on and the generational knowledge that's passed down. And so, um, you know, I think when it comes to finances, we often hear that there is an A, B, C program to being financially secure. And I think that's, what sets coaching apart. It's coaching is not about giving people a program of what works. It's these are things that can support you. What resonates? Let's start with a couple of small things and get momentum rolling because people are not ready to overhaul their lives. They may have an area or two they want to over, to do some different things with, but we're all continuing to learn and grow. And if we try to, as entrepreneurs, push something that's overwhelming for somebody to implement, it's really hard to make that sell. And so I think that's why our education is successful and our coaching is successful because we really promote taking small steps and letting those benefits accumulate over time. Yeah. And everybody's finances especially are different. So you're there to be that guiding force instead of just saying, here's the set path. This is what you do. It's one size fits all. It's cookie cutter. We, we know that cookie cutter <laughs> stuff doesn't work by now. So you're that guide to then help them navigate through each one of those steps to get them to their end goal. Absolutely. And I want to say something that might be surprising to you here. Um, I'm a finance person. I do not have a budget. That might be surprising. I have never lived by a budget. And so there are a lot of people that don't live by a budget. And that term is just, it gives people an immediate stop to wanting to work with somebody if they say you have to have a budget to be financially successful. And so, you know, that's part of the education is if you, if budgeting works for you and you want to look at your historical expenses and really build a plan for the future based off of your past then that's what you need to do. And that's what works. However, there are other ways to manage your money without a budget and still reach the goals that you want to reach. And so I think that's one of the beauties of coaching. And I love that you touched upon, there is no one size fits all. And that's why coaching is really a great space in the financial world, because there are so many strategies and, and ways to move forward. And having a coach to help you with that is really beneficial. I love it. It's brilliant. You have such a brilliant approach. So for all of those entrepreneurs out there, do you have three actionable steps that they can take today to move their business forward faster? One, think about your customer base. What organizations or um, groups or how can you reach them through a way that's not through social media? Because um, if you can find a niche that they work in, talk to employers or talk to um, organizations that support those types of people and see if you can build a partnership program or an affiliate program where you partner with them to get your information 
to others quicker. Um, two, figure out what's authentic to your strengths. Um, there are strength building quizzes. If you know your Myers-Briggs, think about who you are as a person and how you would want to be approached. Because my guess is if you are an expert in your field, you are somebody that would also benefit. You've benefited from the information that you know. And so how can you get that to other people like yourself? Three, um, how can you um, show up authentically on social media just to keep a presence? Um, it doesn't have to be daily. It doesn't even have to be every other day. There are algorithms and whatever. Just change your mindset to those things don't matter. Do what's authentic to you because when people feel your authentic self and feel your passion and see you when they do, they will appreciate it. And so staying true to who you are instead of what the algorithms say give you, gives you a lot more credibility when people do find your social media pages or information about you on the web. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's exactly what I recommend. So Leah, where can everybody find you? Yeah, so our website is empowerco.com. It's the letter M-P-O-W-E-R-C-O.com. We're on Instagram and Facebook. My Instagram is empower underscore finance. And on Facebook, we are empower finance. No underscore there. Um, so we, we, I do try to post on there somewhat regularly um, and give information, but one of the best ways is through our website and through our newsletter that we do weekly. Amazing. And I'll drop all the links to make it super easy for people to get access to you because I'm sure everyone's going to have so <laughs> many questions for you. But Great. Thank, thank you, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Thank you, Leslie. If you want to learn more about different marketing strategies to bring consistent clients into your business without feeling the pressure to post on social media, make sure you watch the free training on the client connection method, which is in the description below. Thanks for hanging out with us today.